0: Ladies and gents, and welcome back to the A.J. Roberts Show. Today, we've got a phenomenal guest joining us all the way from the United States, former photographer and editor of uh, President Donald J. Trump. Gene Ho, how are you, sir?
1: Hello, and it's so great to be on your show. I'm looking forward to this chat. And uh, you know what? It's perfect timing because there's a lot of stuff going on in the country and different parts of the world, but it's all good. Mm. And uh, I'm really excited
0: yeah absolutely i mean you know here in the uk and uh, and and over in the united states it's like a it's like a you know two part movie sort of mirroring each other like what's going on it's it's nuts in our own little way obviously we just had um the royal funeral recently um what what did you guys in uh, the states make of uh, everything that's gone on over here in terms of uh you know with the royal funeral
1: no i, I i'm not speaking on behalf of the whole country but i'm going to tell you that from what i've seen the vast majority of Americans are and, and I say this with all due respect but they have not kept up with it obviously we know what's going on but it's it's not like the if I could say the glory days of Princess Diana where America mm. was like glued to the TV on anything having to mm. do with the royal family I, I'm going to be honest I mean and it's with all due respect I, America is they have their own set of problems right now and, yeah. and I don't even know like I mean I know Five dollar a gallon gasoline, I don't know what it translates to you guys, but mm. I know it's not the biggest problem in the world. But five dollar gasoline, it it is it is causing hardships on people. Yeah. You know, the inflation is really causing a lot of hardships. So, you know, if I could say it's like basically America's like, you know what, we'll worry about ourselves. Mm. Um, and, and they said, I mean, I think uh, in one of the UFC matches. They put up a you know, like a moment of silence, and and I, I don't agree with this, but people booed, you know, and it's is not the correct thing to do, but it just shows you like the attitude of Americans It's like right now we got our own problems to deal mm. with.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and um, yeah, and obviously we we have here, we, you know, a lot of us keep a keen eye on what's happening in, in the United States, and. You know it's kind of mirroring here like it is in australia new zealand europe with the, the you know the fuel prices uh, and also food uh you know the utilities have shot up and they're blaming everything in ukraine you know for the high prices and stuff when we're, we're all being affected by the same bs basically aren't we um yeah
1: i, I mean i see that all over uh you know i i, I really get it uh people in the uk in the area have a very keen eye on what's going on in america and you know what, the thing is, the feel of it right now here, um, and I and I say this again, it's just funny, I say it with all due respect to Biden, but Biden has really done more to unite Americans than any other president. I mean, mm-hmm. when you have a liberal at the gas station and a conservative like me, and they can look at the back of my car and the bumper stickers, and I look at their bumper stickers, and we're both upset at the condition of our country, mm-hmm. the inflation, it is going through the roof, it costs so expensive to get almost anything, eggs, milk. And then now with the gasoline, you can't escape that. Um, For example, if I'm traveling around, which I travel a lot in the United States, if the hotels inch up too high for me, the solution is simple. I downgrade my hotel to get a lesser type of hotel. Mm. You could deal with that, but you can't deal with it when it comes to milk, eggs, when it comes to mm. gasoline, all that stuff really puts a lot of pressure on people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's awful to see. And, um, you know, what do, do you see the bigger agenda here, no matter whether it's the United States here or, you know, Australia, New Zealand, to actually drive people into almost poverty so they're just completely reliant on the government?
1: I, I mean, people have been saying this for for years, but, you know, it seems that the government wants to. Cut people out of even home ownership. Mm. It's all—I mean—they're—they're they're building things, and people are building it, but it's all going to renting. It's almost like they don't want us to own anything. It's very, very difficult. The uh, other thing going on here is the interest rates to buy homes.
2: It's—it's
1: mm. almost—it's almost priced itself out. We had a good problem right now, where now home prices are dropping, and that's good, but you still can't get most people still can't get a home now because the interest rate is just. Through the roof, just to try to get a mortgage. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And again, it's just mirroring over here. It's uh, it's just kind of like a, it's almost like a blueprint, isn't it? Um, that you know they've just passed on to each other. Um, but let's talk about your photography because obviously you know being a Donald Trump's photographer and editor for you know uh, quite a while. Um, what what was that like in itself? You know, sort of turning around with people like President Trump.
1: Donald Trump's personal campaign photographer for the 2016 election cycle. What that means is I got a chance to see him backstage when we would do VIP photos. I would be back there taking pictures with him, of him, with other people. And uh, then in 2020, I was back with the campaign, but I was assigned to Donald Trump Jr. So I had a chance to see basically Donald Trump grow from almost, if I can say like the beginning, I was there before he even announced his run for presidency, and it was a wonderful time. And I think this is what changed me from being a staunch liberal to being a staunch conservative because I saw how people treated Donald Trump. I saw what he was like in real life, and also I saw how the media were trying to manipulate his his mm. the way he is. And to me, that that's not the way you know that's not the way. The true liberal mentality is the true liberal mentality, which I still ascribe to, is that you don't judge. You don't judge. And if you don't like a person, you know, well, I have to ask you, have you ever met him? Mm. You know, most of these people that really hate Donald Trump that are liberals never met Donald Trump. So Mm. like that that goes against the core tenet of so-called liberalism is basically, you know, you don't judge. And mm. uh, now you can, to me, if you can, if you met him, met him personally, spent time with him, he did you wrong or whatever, then hate him all you want, but you got good reason to. but that's not what I saw. So that just shows mm. you, you know, how the media likes to manipulate uh,
0: people. Yeah. And I mean, even from a, you know, a British person's perspective and you know, someone like myself has followed a lot of uh, his movements, what he did, even in his presidency, what has been, you know, up to even up till now. Um, I, as an observer, I was, you know, as, a Brit, as a, someone outside the US, I was like, well, there's been no wars. He's sorted things out with North Korea, sat down many times with Putin, Um, you know, to the point where that, you know, they might as well have been playing poker with each other. It's, you know, like all these relationships like fix, 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 fix. Whilst I think, correct me if I'm wrong, obviously, in the United States, people were in a much better place financially within their own households.
1: Oh, yeah, the, m- much better. And it's okay. I mean, the uh, in the in United States, when I do the shows and everything, um, people know it, people know it. And, you know, we, we got to the point with the MAGA community, we're not telling people on the left, you got to love this guy. You know, I, we're, I had so many of my friends say, listen, we can't stand this guy. We hate this guy. We don't like his tweets. We don't like the way he treats people, whatever, all day long. But the thing is, they're not stupid. I mean, if you, if you ask them, basically, listen, who would you rather have right now as president, Biden or Trump? Mm. Come on, man. They, they, that's why I say, I mean, and it's with all due respect, Biden has done more to unite Americans than any other president. I mean, we, he is uniting us because we, like you know, we, we all see what's going on and we see the policies of the left and then we've seen what Donald Trump has done. Mm. and it's a world of difference i mean Mm. it it is painful right now in the united states to to Mm. live everything is so expensive Uh, it the interest everything is so Mm. expensive so people know
0: yeah yeah and and it's sometimes um as a collective no matter what your background or your your medical status whatever that may be you know if you get shown the dark so much like you just it's just going to push you towards light isn't it with everybody else and that's what we're seeing in the states here in the uk you know i'm seeing it on a mass scale like people are just really coming together now and um all these sectors are just collapsing the, the nhs is collapsing you know the financial sector is literally on its ass you know the uh education is just a complete and out joke um you know all these things are just collapsing around everybody whilst they're getting squeezed uh you know with the utility bills and with uh, the fuel prices and food and more. you know exactly the same as you guys have got so everyone's kind of going i don't want to live in this world you know right like, no. where's where's the new world? Hurry up, you know. And I think I'm, I'm hoping very very soon we're going to start seeing the a fallout of just people being under that submissive pressure, like globally, to the point where it just goes pop, and then we start really really uniting and driving together.
1: I, you know, the the thing with it is, I think we needed to see this at least in America. Um, I'll I'll be honest. I mean, like a lot of the MAGA people, they're very very reasonable. I mean. For example, when, when uh, Obama was president, I'll be honest. I mean, it, it, was, it was decent. It was good. I mean, there was things people disagreed with. But, you know, if you remember, there was a disagreement and uh, Obama took two people, brought them to the White House so they could have a beer together. I mean, it was like it was a different time. And uh, just because he was on the left, I mean, we can look back here on the right and say, listen, that, that wasn't that bad. Mm. But there was other times when I was growing up with Jimmy Carter. I mean, those are really tough times. There were gas lines. I remember as a young child, and you can see, okay, that was not that good. But right now, you know, I think people thought that when Biden would come to office, basically it would be like the same thing, but maybe a little bit more leftist. Mm. And if he, if it was like that, and the, you know, the economy was good, people could, you know, live their lives peacefully like that. Mm. It, you know people wouldn't be shouting for Trump to come back, but they are now. They, mm. a lot of I mean, he he's got another rally today. His rallies are very well attended. Uh, even the Reawaken tour where it's headlined just by his son Eric Trump. there was six thousand people at that event last week. I mean, it's, mm. it's massive. People mm. want to go back to what we had with
0: Trump. yeah, yeah and um. It, I mean, again, as, as the person observing, it's, it's great to see that that kind of level of like support ramping up, again, because people are suddenly like, yeah, we don't clearly want to live in this world that's suddenly been created for us over the last couple of years. But that's all been as fallout from, you know, what has been deemed to be proven uh, several times, a fraudulent uh, election in 2020. Um, the, I mean, the movie, movie 2000 Mules that came out, which showed obviously the, the deceptive side of it, What's what's the fallout of that been like in in the States since that movie came out and people started to learn that it wasn't quite what it seemed?
1: You know, the media has beaten people down so much with that. Um, When I say that, it's like, oh, my goodness, like you can't even mention that without being censored on this platform or that platform. Mm. So it's very it's very difficult for people to, to talk about that. But what you have, you have other people talking about it in different aspects, for example, If you have uh, like these, some of these um, rallies that they go to, people talk about it openly, but, you know, within the social media circles, I mean, they, they got it so that you even talk a little bit about it, they'll remove you from the platform. So, Mm. but, you know, that's why I say, you know, people, people know people, people, you can't stop people from the way they feel or from what they watch outside of this realm. So, Mm. uh, you know, it's just like anything else. People know.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I think even here, is people starting to get the gist of it. You know, it's just you can just see it from body language, conversations, things like that. People are, are very much becoming awakened to like oh, something's not quite right now, and they're starting to ask more questions. The curiosity's kicking in. Their intuitions improving. It's uh, it, you can yeah. just see it, I see it everywhere now.
1: I uh, good point, uh, AJ. Uh, in the United States, and I'm not sure if you know what the layout is, but in California. Mm-hmm. parts of California. It's very, very liberal, extremely. The interesting thing, the the whole state is very beautiful, and there's a lot of conservatives there, but just in these little pockets of places, there's, it's very, very liberal. So when we did the, uh, I've been on tour for a very long time, uh, but when I was on tour in California, Southern California, before Trump was elected, it was very difficult. I mean, we, we would not wear any kind of what we call MAGA gear, you know, MAGA hats, or anything to identify us as Trump supporters. This was before the election. So it was, you know, you really just couldn't do that. We, you know, you get funny stares and then, you know, you don't want to, you know, go to the hotel because then people know that you dress that way and then you got to eat breakfast in the morning and, Mm. and all this stuff. But after the election, when we came back and people got a chance to see this administration in action, in California, the parts of it, we were, I mean, there were people openly wearing Magna gears at hotels, you know, all, all, you know, all over. And it wasn't a big deal anymore because I believe that the mindset of Americans has changed where, again, like I said, no one, no one's saying you have to like Donald Trump. I mean, a lot of us on the left really love and adore him. But for the most part, no one's saying that you got to love the guy. Mm. But I mean, if you had a choice, what, what would you rather have? you know and, and it's
0: obvious that you would rather have trump as president yeah yeah i mean it looks blatantly obvious uh week in week out you know some of the, the stuff i'm seeing with uh with biden's just uh yeah it's comical and we love we love our humor here in the uk as well um but with um, <laughs> them with, with with the tour you're on now like uh what is it you're, uh, you're actually up to getting out and about
1: yeah so um About a year and a half ago, a tour was started by a man named Clay Clark, and he teamed up with General Michael Flynn. And uh, we did the first event. We just thought, well, most of us just thought it would be a one event done and out. And about 12,000 people, I think 10,000, showed up to that first event. And Eric Trump wasn't even on the tour yet. It was just just people like General Flynn and other patriots and even people not normally – on the on the right. And and interestingly, a lot of them, some of them, I should say, some of the speakers might not even have supported Trump. Mm. But we were banding together under the banner of America, freedom and medical freedom. This was back Mm. in the uh, COVID days. Mm. And so the first one took off very well. They had a second one, a third one. And then now we're uh, almost finished with this year. We have two more events this year. Next year, is very successful, they're all sold out. But Mm. next year, uh, we're traveling all over around the country doing this. Next year, I believe they're gonna be like four events. Whereas this year we've done one every single month. Mm. So every single month we've been traveling to a different part of the country, being very well received. Many of these places that we've gone to purposely were in what you call, we would call uh, blue states, meaning that it was heavily liberal. And the reception for the most part was wonderful.
0: Mm, amazing and I was, I was going to run my questions like um, the actual tour itself and trying to actually like pick the venues and and stuff like that did you come up a lot, across a lot of obstacles you know because of the nature yes. of the actual oh. the topics conversation
1: you know Clay Clark um, is, a, is a genius the way he does things um, mm. and then it was only because a, a lot of them cancelled us the, it, they get too much pressure for example in Rochester New York it was funny because they said oh we got this is true they said oh we got like something like 500 signed protests saying that they don't want the event there and yet it was 500 people that protested yet there was about 4000 people that bought tickets to the mm. event so they put pressure on people and they you know it's they're doing this but uh, clay clark is a genius he, he mm. only revealed it later on but when he would book events at a city he would book several you know, basically negotiate several contracts with different places. So as soon as they say, "Oh, we don't want you here anymore," we he would say, "Okay, fine," because he already had a backup in place. And so it's been uh, that I know of, uh, as I can remember, there hasn't been one event mm. that has been canceled. As when they announce it, it happens, and it's yeah. wonderful. It really
0: is. And with the uh, like post events, you're getting like quite a lot of feedback from people. You know that are, you know. That basically from that event itself really elevated them to even sort of bigger levels in terms of their knowledge and know what's going on. So I imagine you get a lot of people are suddenly just on like working out what's going on and then would learn even more so at the events.
1: Yeah, what we're trying to do here uh, in America is we are trying to create leaders uh, from leaders. Mm. Uh, for example, with in 2016, Donald Trump was our was our leader. Okay, our political leader. He was out in the forefront. He did all the talking. And we sat back as what we call the silent majority. We just say, hey, we support him, all this stuff. What changed in America is that, I'm going to say it, America grew a set of balls. And they said, listen, you know what, we're going to do what Donald Trump did. And we're going to stand up for our freedoms and stand up for our rights. So then you had other people like General Flynn, Clay Clark, who's who is a multimillionaire and didn't need to get involved in this. He's a very, very proficient business person Mm. and he didn't need to do this, but he felt like he needed to. Uh, Part of it was to save our country. Part of it, I believe he was 100% led by God to do this. Uh, So he goes out there and creates, brings up leaders. And then these leaders inspire other people to be leaders. And that's what's happening in America. I mean, America, it's, it's at a tipping point, and we're changing. We we have really gotten back to being courageous and brave, and, and you're you're going to see that. And also, by the way, uh, at these events, people are getting baptized. It's about one third uh, the reawakened towards about one third preachers, one third like a MAGA people like me and like Roger Stone, and then one third doctors to talk about medical freedom. Mm. So it's a it's a kind of a mix that's
0: changed america yeah and uh well i've been very fortunate to spend a lot of time with uh kat lindley um uh who's obviously been on some of the tour doing lots of talks as well and stuff around the country and she's been uh, she's at the better way conference recently in, in austria and uh they were all over here uh, a few months back in bath um about the world council for health which is uh, there's a lot of doctors uh robert malone and pete mcculloch and people like that um, which we're, were over which is fantastic to spend the time with them uh, and it's good to see because that's what people need to see as well because you know so it's not just one-way traffic is doctors on you know expressing the the right to inform consent and medical freedom right. and stuff like that and that's been obviously the big thing that's crushed so many people hasn't it and uh i think in uk the the, the uprising has really been quite profound to the point where you know i, I was in trafalgar square where I have seen, you know, hundreds of thousands NHS staff like throwing their uniforms in front of, you know, Parliament and stuff because they were trying to bring the mandates out and and they squashed the mandates so they didn't go ahead. Um, you know, and and month after month they try to bring something else in, you know, the last couple of years. So it's been good to see the British people do that. Um, but some of the the mandates that they've tried to bring in, like especially in Canada, uh, which is still it's not fully gone away, has it, in Canada? There's there's still a lot of pressure on the people up there.
1: Yeah, I believe so. I mean, they have very strict laws about coming in and out of it. Um, mm. And, it, you know, it's it's sad with that. But, um, you know, by and large, I think you've seen a change in America and a change around the world mm. that, you know, people are standing up for what they believe. And there's a lot of pushback from the media. You know, they the media has called us anti-vaxxers. And we're not, at least I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm just pro Medical freedom, Mm. like I I just I want to decide for myself what goes into my body and what Mm. doesn't. So it it the other thing that the media has said, with our tour in particular, that it was um, it was a white supremacist rally. They called us, you know, uh, a KKK rally. And the truth of it is, the vast majority of the top speakers on that tour are not even white. Mm. There's Asians like me. There's uh, Indians with like uh, Indians uh, Patel, uh, you know Patel. Oh, I don't know his name, uh, Seth, whatever. But uh, you have uh, preachers that are black. There's a lot. I mean, they're mostly the speakers are mostly minorities, mm. and so I mean they're they're trying to invent anything to mm. stop uh, from having this. Yeah. And, uh, it didn't yeah. work.
0: Yeah, it's, it's similar to UK. Like some, you Cash know, they, they try I'm to I'm sorry.
1: Open... I, I apologize to Cash. Yeah cash
0: patel yeah the um it is similar thing here they just try to bash everything you know and uh they they have like plants that go to these protests and they jump out and they just start like trying to scuffle the police and then they just disappear all for the cameras it's just like yeah it's comical um but with uh with with the potential midterms coming up uh in the united states do do you see those going ahead
1: yeah i know there's some talk about uh of them uh you know, possibly. You know, I like I hear it all, like false flags that will prevent the election from happening. But um, you know, by and large, I, I I believe that the American people are not going to tolerate uh, not having the election for some mm. whatever reason. Mm. Now, what I do see is I see, and you have to say this carefully because your wording, you know, you know, like, but I I see a bloodbath. You know, I mean, and again, yeah, everything you say, you gotta. Say you know, figurative, you know, because they they want to paint us as, you know, very violent people. Mm. But overwhelmingly, it's going to be a big, big win for the uh, conservative side. I really should say the Republican side. I'm more of a conservative, and, and there's a lot of rhinos out there still. But uh, by and large, it's going to be a wipeout. It's going to be mm. going to be big.
0: Yeah, and then would the, would you that would be reinstate? Donald Trump as president of the United States?
1: You know, I, I listened to all of the, uh, all of them. I, like, I listened to all the, the scenarios and, and so forth. Um, I think it was one of the Trump lawyers, and, and don't quote me, but um, basically if you could get, the states run it. So the states run the elections. A lot of people don't know that. So what they would need to do to have them reinstated, or one of the things, is if the state uh, that is a battleground state basically makes a statement and says listen we had the electors wrong we found that in our uh, state and it wasn't biden as the winner in our state only but it was trump it, they're not saying that biden is not president they're just saying hey we got the numbers wrong in our state maybe mm. because of 2000 mules then the state goes to the federal and then the federal has to ratify it. say okay yes That doesn't mean Trump's president. It just means that instead of losing by X amount of electoral college points, he now lost by just a little bit more. And then if another state does that, they're not saying that Trump didn't, uh, that Biden didn't win. Just in their state, they got it wrong. So then they go to Congress and ratify it. And then, you know, we'll we'll let it go from there. I don't know how the scenario is all going to work out. Um, I am very familiar, uh, and I hate to even use the word conspiracy theories, but I, I I listen to them all. I know I know all the different scenarios people have brought out. Um, some people have brought out that you know, which which technically it could happen that um, that they can impeach both uh, Biden and Kamala Harris, and then you know elect uh, Donald Trump as Speaker of the House, and then he would be president. I don't think it's going to quite work out that way. But I mean, it's a possible scenario. Mm. I mean, it it can happen. So um, I'm not overly concerned about it. Um, I really do trust that a lot has been going on here in the United States to uh, make sure and double check that everything is secure with the electoral process. And Donald Trump has done that over the past year, working with the states, Um, several of the battleground states. A lot of people don't know this. Tighten up their laws. So, for example, some of the laws would say, hey, you need to have driver's license to vote. Okay, another law might be passed. Hey, if you, ha- you can't use mail-in ballots after a certain day or whatever. I think there was over 150 laws that have been changed all over the country. So it's not like America hasn't been doing anything. Uh, it's been very busy behind the scenes. And what we want in America is flat-out voter integrity. No one cares if Donald, not even on the, on the right, if, if Donald Trump lost fair and square, we don't care. At least I don't. I'm used to being in the minority. It just makes me stronger mm. in that. So no one wants cheating if there was. No one wants cheating either way. We don't want to, we, we want fair elections. And if, if they vote a certain way and we have the integrity that we know is done right, I don't, I don't care. Mm. I mean, that's how movements are created. They're created in the minority. People are upset about things, and then other people get upset. So I really do trust in the, the process that we have in America. Mm. I think that it's uh, it just woke us up to, mm. hey, you know, Americans have, have awakened. So it's, it's wonderful. I believe good times are ahead.
0: Yeah, sure. and I, I, I think after, you know, everyone going through such pretty draconian measures – you know, for several years, the, uh, the people of the United States deserve at least that um, to get a fair and just election uh, yeah. and, to, you know, to have things and the way of life restored and somewhat to, um, to you know, for, for people actually comfortable, you know, not like living their daily lives, like the thought of like just scraping by and whether they're going to be able to afford to eat or heat the home.
1: Right. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, um, so tell us about the uh, the George magazine. Um, it's obviously a, it's quite a bit a big deal for you. Um, what what yeah. was the thought behind it and uh, and the meaning behind it?
1: Right, and uh, for everyone listening in, uh, if you know about George, if you go and I'll just plug this one time, go to georgeonline.com. The uh, new issue or oh, the first issue is coming out soon. So it's georgeonline.com. But uh, I want to let everyone know that I am the Um, editor-in-chief of George. I am not the owner of it. So I am the person that is putting it all together as far as the the stories that will go into it and the concept of what we want it to be. And it's going to be great. And the purpose of it is to unite Americans. And the way we're going to do this is just by simply putting a face on these people in America that are making a difference, whether they're on the left or they're right. We don't have to agree with them. Uh, I don't have to agree with him, but we want to put a face to these Americans, and so that we can understand each other and stop hating each other. America used to, we used to love to argue. I mean, arguing was a thing. <laughs> if you went to, a, uh, for those who uh, follow uh, sports in the UK, but, like, if you ran into someone that liked the Yankees, like, it was a thing, you say, oh, man, wasn't that a great Red Sox game? Because they they don't like each other, and then you argue and you go back and forth, and then you drink a beer, and it's all good. And America used to be like that in the glorious days of just arguing, but somewhere along the line, America changed to hate.
2: Mm. And if
1: you believe one thing and I believe another thing, you know, I, we we hate each other. And so uh, we know, we know, and we're confident at George that this is going to end because we're going to put a face to real Americans and people will say you know what i still disagree with Gene, but i get his point he's mm. got a good point from his i still disagree but you know what i'm not going to hate the guy i mean you know mm. it made sense mm. so that's what's going on and uh, and we're going to do it we're going to unite america
0: amazing and, and that's that's what been needed because you know nothing but division's been set in everywhere you know here as well you know whether it's, it's race or you left or you right it, you know football over here is obviously like a, a religion in itself yeah you know it's uh it's it, it's quite there's just division everywhere obviously and then you've got like all the stuff with the genderism where school's being drawn in and it's just like just constant barrage especially onto our poor kids you know just yeah. they, they can't just go to school and get an education i was just like, it's almost like they're getting smashed from every every angle um and it's all division and it's uh, and then that's instigated obviously by social media and netflix and all that kind of uh those kind of things so it's it's a fantastic project to be able to do something like that especially in a country the size of america you know you know your your population i think it's like six times bigger than ours. um so to be able to do that is is absolutely phenomenal and there's obviously clearly a market for it
1: yes i mean that it's the perfect time for it and Mm. uh I think you know people are um, coming to reason. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, I'm a big, I, I I'm a big constitutional uh, gun believer. I you know I, we have guns at the house and, and we're very you know we we like it. Now I know that there are people that are really strict on gun control, but at the same time, like you know I, I can understand your point. You know I, I live more in the country type area. So, you know, hunting is a big deal. Uh, A lot of people here, my neighbors have have guns and and it makes us feel safe because if everyone has guns, there really, it's not a lot of break-ins here. Mm. But if you live in an apartment in the city, I could kind of see like some sort of gun control Mm -hmm. because if you have uh, a gun, most of these are so powerful that you'll shoot an intruder. It will go through the intruder, go through the door and then maybe go into my apartment if I Mm. live there. so i understand i really do but Mm -hmm. the thing is it's time for america to just sit down and say listen you know what let me explain my side of it and then you explain your side of it and we might i might change you might change but ultimately you know what all right are we americans that's what we do as Mm -hmm. like americans is all about disagreements and arguments like Mm -hmm. that is our pastime
0: that, that almost uh it almost sounds like a debate where's that's been missing yeah. for a few years isn't it
1: <laughs> right i mean if, well, I, I guess i don't know if you guys get like espn in
0: yeah very very similar yeah
1: yeah okay so the best shows on espn uh, like <laughs> when i was uh when i was with the uh um campaign i used to come back and i was like i didn't want to listen to anything politics so i turn on espn like every day I just would watch ESPN because I didn't want to talk about, think about politics when I was on the campaign trail and my wife goes, why are they always arguing? And I was like, cause it's the arguing show. <laughs> that's all they do. And America loves arguing. Really. Mm. It's the pastime. That's what yeah. we need to get back to. We need to get back to just like, listen, you know, you believe one way. I believe another way we argue. But then at the end of the day, we don't need to hate each other. And that's going to change. I know it is mm. because how, 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 if you're on the left, I, I know I can change, but if you're on the left, how do you, how do you hate, hate us? Mm. Really? Like I, I tell people all the time is very, very dear to me, but because I used to be a liberal and as a liberal, the whole thing is you just don't judge. So you tell people, you know what? Hey, you know what? If you want to be gay, be gay. It's not, it's, it's you out, I have nothing to do with it. Or if you need, want to be a uh, transsexual, that's. That's you. That's not me. So Mm. I understand that's the liberal mentality. And it was the same for everything in the liberal. You could cheat on your wife. Hey, that's none of my business. You could do anything. But the only time that it did matter and has changed is like when you said, hey, I think I'm going to vote for Trump. I like him. Mm. Then the hate comes out. And really to the left, I mean, now that we have a conversation like, are you not embarrassed at all? Mm. Like, how, how do you hate me for, for liking somebody else? H- how does that work? I mean, so many people online hate me. They, I mean, it's, the things that they say is awful lies and, and really horrible things. A lot of people in the left hate me. Mm. And, and, you know, the thing is, it's like, you know, if I, seriously, if you met me and I did something to you, I stole from you, I cheated with your wife, anything, Hate me all day long. I understand that. I really do. If, if I did something to you or if you met me. But like, how do you, how do you hate me and you, don't even, you never even met me? Mm. If you met me and you don't like me, because I'm not always the nicest person sometimes. But if, you, if I do something to you, yeah, go ahead and hate me. But there's so many people that hate each other that never even met, met me. And, and what's going on is now we put that on the plate and we show people and tell people. You know, I, I don't need you to say, "Oh yeah, you're right." Just be ashamed and change your attitude. And if we're on the fo- on the right, and there's people on the right, we, we don't need to hate people on the left at all. We we don't. So that's what's going to happen. And and now you put it out in the forefront. People can see it. They're like, mm-hmm. they're like embarrassed. They're like, you know what? That's right. I don't need to hate this guy. So you know that that's the whole thing about about liberalism. Don't hate.
0: Yeah, and I, I think uh, I touched on a few things you said there. Like a lot of the time, and it doesn't matter where you are in the world. A lot of the time when people hate, they're like the hate's not really coming from them, is it? It's not coming from it's not them speaking their truth from here about that particular subject. It's always often parroting what somebody else says, or it comes from FOMO, or you know, you know, of like not being a part of a group or what other people might think. That's usually what happens. That you know mirrors those words that come out of people's mouths. It's not often from here, is it? They just they're very opposite of you. It, and it's it like repeating something else that somebody else says.
1: You know what? I firmly believe it has a lot to do with the mainstream media. Mm. And, you know, now what we have is it, the mainstream media has forced us to come up with a new media. Shows like you, uh, independent uh, projects like George. Mm. All this comes about because America has a need for dishonest truth. And you know what, if you have something like the Reawaken Tour, which, by the way, Donald Trump has never spoken at. He was scheduled, I believe, one time, and then he got raided in Mar-a-Lago. But Donald Trump's not even a speaker here. And yet, we're selling out all the venues. I think there were 6,000 in uh, the last show we did. It's l- limited only by the size of the, the event. But my point is, when you have an event like this, where does it come from it comes from people thirsting to hear the truth because they're not getting it if the mainstream media wants to destroy us in the Reawaken tour just start speaking the truth and then there's no need for us and then we'll go bankrupt because no one wants to come out to see us because they don't they're not starving for the truth Mm. but because the media tells outright lies sometimes tremendously biased by doing that people are like well where can we get this information and so they're coming out to these events all over the country even though trump's not even there mm. they're still coming out
0: mm. because they, they they know what's right now don't they they know what's yep. wrong they know they they know what's gone on a lot of them there's I, been a I, massive transfer biggest transfer of wealth in human history
1: yes it's, it's I, I think i think I'm, i think the world is waking up and mm. uh you know, from from a spiritual standpoint, I believe it's what Jesus said is called the revelation Yes. That people will be waking up to what's going on, and I see it happening. And the thing is, it's like I don't think I don't think it's going to stop. I think <laughs> it's going to get more stronger and stronger as people wake up.
0: Yeah, I, 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 it can't be stopped, and um, I'm clear, I'm seeing it every day. and uh, my, my my DMs are getting you know bigger and bigger and bigger in terms of people suddenly wanting to ask questions about certain things and about what they're experiencing themselves and uh and then now suddenly the conversations are having or there's something or that a little penny will drop but they see something on the news that's like hang on a minute that's not right um and i'm seeing it all over which is beautiful you yeah, know long time coming but it's uh it's uh <laughs> it's uh it's beautiful um, how do you see uh, how do you see the next uh, few months panning out in terms of like between now and sort of like the end of the year, start of January?
1: You know, I I do feel that um, there's still, uh, and this is from Donald Trump himself, that there will be a little bumpy period um, coming up, uh, but beyond that, I really do see a period in the United States of true peace and prosperity. I do. Um, I was very upset when Donald Trump lost in, you know, January 2020. I didn't understand it. I thought America was on the right track, and I couldn't understand what, it, what was going on. But now, in hindsight, I, I see it very much. And, you know, America really needs to see both sides of this, and this is what's going on, mm. and people are uniting. You know, if, if after that happened, um, you know, like let's say people were asking – Trump to you know have military rule or whatever, you know people weren't ready uh, for that. Um, People thought a lot of the people thought that the Biden administration would be like Obama 2.0. I'm gonna be honest, Obama did pretty good. Mm. You know, like I I mean, a lot lot of uh, people on the right don't like him, but I I'll, I'll be honest, there was nothing like financially really terrible about it. And I think people compared what we have now to, you know, to Obama. And it's not like that. I mean, it's it's very right now in the United States. It is very, very difficult to eke out a living. The food court food, the food cost is just through the roof. And it's by the way, it's going to get worse uh, later on because we had a really tremendously bad drought. So all the cattle um, a lot of them were sold off, died off. They didn't have any more, you know, grass to eat. It was it was like a month of 100 degree heat in Texas, Arkansas and all that area. And so we were in for a little bit more pain. Mm. But I believe that all of this is going to come about. And once the once Trump will take office again, and I know he will once he does that, I think there will be a period of prosperity again for the United States of America.
0: Yeah. And, uh, well, let's hope that, uh, let it all works out. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very hopeful as well, you know, on behalf of, uh, people here in the UK that that happens in the, the United States, because, you know, we, we've been seeing what's been going on over there. We've been seeing everything that's been happening within the healthcare sectors and to mm-hmm. medical staff and obviously the people themselves. And we you know, this ridiculous inflation and the cost of living, it's uh, it's it's horrible to see. It doesn't matter where people are in the world, you don't like seeing that to anybody, especially when it's unjust. So, right. you know, I, I, I'm very I'm very fruitful that uh, things will be very similar here in the UK. I think we're going to see maybe a little bit of a bumpy ride, but I think a lot of that's going to be part of people being exposed to what's actually been going on and t- kind of dealing with it, I think. um, yeah. Almost like a repatriation period, like... Of, people that have known for a long time what's going on kind of helping and guiding people through this period, um, you know, not just awakening, but actually understanding what's going on around them and with themselves.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I see that. And I, I think once you have uh United States back on the, a good track, I believe that the rest of the world really follows along with it. Mm. So I, I, I believe that there's going to be a good time, uh, a little bit time of a, uh, prosperity that we'll have
0: here mm. what, what what sort of a uh, party are you envisage having once uh, once we've uh, we've won this and it's all peaceful and uh, prosperous what kind, what know, kind of party are uh, you going to have
1: right you know i think uh, there's a there's new americans here and you know even though i vote republican i mean i think people are a little bit done with the labels of, of what it is um, in in america i, I mean i a lot of, I mean, some things I'm, I'm on the left on and some things I'm on the right, I'm a conservative. But I think what it is, is once people understand if we could get almost like a, um, and not a new physical party, but people that believe, hey, you know what? Um, for this election, I think this per- person is good and start looking at the people. I mean, it's yeah. it's like this. I mean, if, if J- uh, JFK was living right now, we're talking JFK. You know, I mean, he's a Democrat. But oh my goodness, I mean, mm. what a dynamic leader and someone we could believe in mm. and someone that could take us in the, the country in the right direction. So I wouldn't care if he was a Republican or Democrat, really wouldn't. Mm. You know? and would you,
0: do, you, do you see um, uh, a lot of it being sort of grassroots led by the people for the people, sort of like a, more like, a you know, everything's about it's all community led rather than actually having an in-place government?
1: I think that's what's going on. Uh, like, here's the thing with these MAGA people. The the MAGA people have been turned into almost rock stars. If you go to these events, I mean, there's like thousands of people listening to what we have to say. I'll be honest. I know me. I know a lot of other people. I know people like General Flynn. Really, if we would prefer the country to be fixed with good people leading it, and we could go back to our normal lives, mm. really. I, I mean, if all this is fixed and done, I'm not joking. I, I, would, be, I would be very happy to work at Taco Bell. <laughs> I would be happy to wake up in the morning, go to work, earn my $80 or whatever, go to the store, get my dinner, and then come back. And that would be a good life. I would really, really enjoy that. So no one really wants to be involved in this and have to, all these people hate us all this stuff. We want America fixed so we can go back to our regularly scheduled lives, go to our jobs, earn a living, feel good about a day's work, come back, spend time, and play with our children. And that's what we really want. But we don't have that. So what you have instead is people like me standing up, going around the country, talking about these things, and trying to inspire people to listen. Take Mm. back your government. Get good people in there that are honest and, quite frankly, not corrupt. Let them run it. Some of them are really good at it. Let them do it, and let us go back to our lives and just live our lives peacefully. And that's what I want for America. And I know that we could reach, we could come to that if we all work together.
0: Mm, absolutely, and that's what's going to take everywhere. I think, isn't it? It's all, it's uniting everybody now. It doesn't matter what the status is and stuff like that. You can clearly see that things aren't right and. This is in all of our countries. It's not; they're not governments that are doing the best by the people in in any right. shape or form. So it's about taking that power back and standing in your power in uh, in your own in your sovereign sense as well. Um, you know, you're absolutely right, Gene. It's fantastic. Uh, I want to take uh, this opportunity to thank you for you oh. know, taking your time to come out on the uh, show. Today. I know you travel around so much, so it's it's and, really really. Oh, massive pleasure. I'll
1: apologize to you, man. I'm telling you, we we tried to do this before. My, my life gets really busy. So like when you reached out back to me, I was really excited to get on the show. So yeah. thank you very much.
0: No, absolute pleasure. Uh, guys and girls, as always, please share this with uh, at least one person and your friends and family. Get it out there. Uh, we need as many people to start listening to what's going on as possible. So, you know, they can do what's best for them, for them and their families and their loved ones. Uh, but for myself and Gene, take care. And I'll see you very, very soon. Once again, yes. on the AJ Robert Show.
1: Thank you, guys.